Live, 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 you live. You can't just yell live. Live. You're, I, you're trying to. Live. Oh, Mike. You're trying to. Anyways, we're live. Thanks for tuning in again. There are four people wanting me to be the Let's first see. one to stay live before you say it. I'm just letting you know that. There are people out there that have said they have contacted me personally you know and said, I'm Mike. I'm going to sample all the times you've said live and make a remix oh, no. of it. And that will be horrible. What I <laughs> will be what I play when we're when we're done with the podcast live. So we're gonna live. we're gonna have a sound we're gonna have a soundboard, and we're gonna be able to hit weird things that both of us say. But I digress. Anybody else? But I digress. You know, I met this guy. Yeah. Really? You know, Mike, that okay. reminds me of a time. Uh, yeah. That's that would be mine. Well, hey, Yet well, one more Jay pull me together story. We Let's were go. Off last week to just kind of. Well, I had a sinus infection. Let's Honestly, honest. it is, folks. If you've had a weird last couple of weeks, you are not alone. It is like it, air conditioning went out at my house the week before. It, Jay's got a sinus infection the week after, folks. It's crazy. Which, of course, if you get sick now, you're super scared. Even though I'm vaxxed. Every like, every, every sniffle, time, every, every sniffle is a oh oh no. I'm so like the other day. I, w- I had I just had a tickle in my nose. I'm in the grocery store. I'm like. I've got to run out of here because everyone is going to judge me. I cannot, I cannot <laughs> cough. I cannot sniffle. I can't do any of that. Yeah. If so, anyways, we are back, and it's season five. We just completed uh, a run of the summer blockbusters. And truly, folks, if you're questioning how we come up with things like seasons one, two, three, four, and five, you're going to have to lots of prayer. You're going to have to talk to Jay personally lots because he really kind of makes this stuff up as he goes along. But I will say this, show notes have been great. I, I've enjoyed having actual show notes. I feel like legit podcast with show notes. It's good stuff. Well, there will be show notes this week, too. Yeah, we're in, we're in season five, even though we're not starting the new sermon series until next week, but we're in season five today. How do we do it? How do we, Jay, how do we do it? How do we keep bringing this good stuff to the people? Well, you know, uh, what it is is lots of prep, preparation. Oh, yeah, tons uh, of prep. Tons of prep. Tons of prep. Um, this is, you know, this kind of magic just doesn't happen by itself. <laughs> this is not off the cuff at all. I'm reading from <laughs> a certain piece of paper right here that says I should be acknowledging our fans. Well, I'm, I'm excited about this week because this is, um, I hate to say this, but the topic this week is something that I've gotten in arguments about with other believers. Sure. Um, other family members. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's right up there with... Hey, you're a pastor. That means you've got like a, a direct access to God kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. No, that's not the well, way it works. Well, this week we're kind of talking about things that people think are in the Bible that don't exist. Or sometimes taking the Bible out of context. Morphing it. To suit your, your need at that moment. Exactly. And, and it's, it's, like, uh, it's like taking a double-edged sword and dulling one of the sides of it, you know, because... I'm sorry. That was a that was a very biblical reference. But no. go ahead. <laughs> but, but go true. ahead. But true. Hey, listen. I think that cuts like a knife, Brian Adams. Oh dear. You know, uh, to the core because. Uh, so Do let me leave our CCLI up for that. You just you just made a, a blatant call. Now I'm going to have to put Mr. Brian Adams in the show notes. That song. <laughs> yeah. um, Who was nine years old in this for the song "Summer of '69"? He was nine years old. This was not anything to do with his life. No, it wasn't. I've got to say that out loud so other people hear it because that little piece of trivia has been rolling around in my mind for years. So here's a few things if you want to get where we're going with this. Here's a few non-things. Yeah, things that that people say are in the Bible but are not in the Bible. Just kind of like an audio icebreaker to get into what we're talking about today. I like it. An apple 
in the Garden of Eden. Nope. A lot of art shows this. Fruit. But Genesis 3, 6, just so you know I'm telling the truth here, don't shut off your radio right now <laughs> or get out of the app because Genesis 3, 6 merely describes Eve eating some form of fruit. Right. It's not an Plus into the eyes, but it does not say apple. Yeah. So that's the first one. Number two, this may su- be surprising to most of you, three wise men. Uh-oh. We think f- we three kings of Orient are oh my at goodness. Christmas time tells us, and we know that there's three gifts. So in our minds, but Matthew 2, 1 through 12 says, take the wise men out of your nativity scene soon because they arrived much later. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Before we blow up everybody's Christmas, well, let's I want to blow up all move of this. A, move it right along, Jay. <laughs> Three. You can, you can have the wise men. There's grace there. There you go. Okay. There's Thank grace you. there. Thank you. Because you know what? It We're going to get letters. We're going to get it letters. It doesn't matter. People, Please, people, can people, we? people are going to mail We're, stuff. It's all about controversy. Okay. Any. And that's what we're trying to. We come back today. in season five, and we're we're shock jocks. Come on, Jay. <laughs> we're mildly mildly shocking. Yeah, there you go. All right, so three. A whale swallowed Jonah. Nope. Oh, you know what that means? That means the newsboys got it wrong. Yeah, Jonah one seventeen. So did Veggie Tales. God sent a great fish. Oh. Doesn't say a whale. We could infer. We don't want to do that, Jay. Money. Is the root of all evil. No. This is one of those close ones, though, It's right? pretty close, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, misquote, it's misquoted. First Timothy 6.10 actually says, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. All kinds of, that's right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, the reason why we came up with this topic, or the reason why this topic came up, is I was listening to a comedian, and he had kind of really gone completely off the reservation with where he was going with it, like, uh, like saying Medusa, who is Greek mythology, turned people into salt because he said one time that his burger needed salt, and if only Medusa was here to turn somebody into salt so that he would have salt for his burger. And I thought, man, this guy's got it way wrong because it's not only is that yeah. Greek mythology, but it was, it was Lot's wife who looked back when she was not supposed to look back at Sodom and Gomorrah as they were being destroyed, and she was turned into a pillar of salt. No Medusa mentioned in the Bible would right. ever be mentioned in the Bible, but that— you know, that's kind of the, the impetus, the reason why this kind of came about. And then last night, you won't know what night that was, but I'll just say it, it was Wednesday night. Uh, we had Bible study here at the church, and one, one of the people came and said, you know, sometimes, sometimes we use the Bible to justify the things that we do. And I said, you know, taking it out of context, right? And she said, yeah, absolutely taking it out of context. We can find, we go looking in the Bible for something to suit the situation we're in, and only take the parts that justify what we've done, not not find out what it's about or why it says it. So, I just thought, you know, why don't we talk? Why don't we talk through that a little bit? Because it's it's easy, it's the easy way out of listening to what God has to say to us if we just try and find the stuff that I- encourages us to do the things we do without being sure that it's God's will or God's design for us. You know? Yeah. Well, why? I think we have this tendency, okay, I'll speak to myself. I have this tendency to, if I believe, I think it's human nature to try to find things that back up something that you believe in your core instead of letting 
things affect the way you believe in diving deeper. You know what I'm saying? We can pull Actually, up. that's really just you. That's probably just me. I'm probably that's probably just <laughs> wow. me. That was not uh, a that was not a helpful go with on that one. No, you're correct. I, I agree with you on that. I agree. I agree. That you know, we're we're always searching for some way to make everything that we do be right in the eyes of God, which really is us trying to play God. You know, and and I don't I don't know about you, but I've never done a very good job playing God. I'm not really wanting his job. No, I don't even want, I don't even want a a, a thousandth, a millionth of his job, (laughs) a a trillionth of his job. You know, Uh, here's the guy who creates the world, creates uh, a scenario where an atmosphere develops, where water not only has a, has a way to keep us alive, but it has a cycle so that it, it kind of comes around and goes around and, and sustains life. I mean, and that's not even talking about the life in it, you know, the life that he breathes life into. And and then going one step further into the thoughts that are occur- occurring in their minds and drawing drawing all these people in this world to him and stuff like that. I mean, ooh, it, I mean, it, it it's is above my pay grade. Ins- insurmountable, insurmountable, <laughs> yes. Look at him. I think we just froze Jay. Jay has just actually shut down. Folks, if you could be here in the podcast, I'm looking at Jay. He's looking to the left, which means he's trying to excite some, he's trying to get some memories to come forward here, but they're not happening. Well, I think what I'm, 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 I'm wrestling with is just the fact that uh, I remember being a young Christian and reading things that didn't coincide with what I thought my perspective of God was. Okay. Or, and that when you first come up against that, I think that can be uh, a little bit defeating. Discouraging, sure. You know, I, yeah. I, I think of the rich man where Jesus said, oh, you got to sell everything. Yep. And Follow he, me. And he walked away really sad because he had a lot. And I think when I first started to dive deep in the Bible, and I think this was wrong of me, but I think that I thought, wow, this whole Christianity thing, the bar is pretty high. Yeah, but I got I got lost I got lost in that though because there's also grace there and it's also the the working of the sure. spirit in you to uh, but I'm saying that the Bible sometimes is pretty b- can be very brutal about some things and oh, very, absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean I, I'm we're thinking, not talking about I think about the Old Testament where where they you know like I'm thinking of Joshua even I was just just reading in Joshua where they were sent to places and they were sent to kill everything everything leave nothing alive there even the livestock. And, you know, chapter 7 comes along, and Achan kept a few of the baubles and bangles, kept some of the, some of the mm-hmm. sheep or whatever. I don't even know the livestock he kept. And because he kept that, he and his family were all put to death because that was not in God's plan. And, you know, I mean, when we, when we try and take something out of context, we, you know, what we're doing is we're taking something that is tied together tightly, mm. and we're unraveling it for yeah. our sake, you know. We're taking something that from the beginning when God created to the point where he says, you know, I, you know, in the end, amen, he says at the very end of Revelation. All that from, from Genesis to Revelation all ties together, all has it as a theme, has a theme of, of God wanting to uh, be a part of the lives of the people he created, going to great lengths to try and make that connection and going to great lengths to keep that connection through Jesus, Right. And if we start taking things out of context, what we're doing is we're, we're taking, we're taking that, that thread and we're cutting it on either end and we're pulling that piece out 
so that it suits us. And meanwhile, you've got the, the whole thing. You've just taken the whole thing apart, really. Yeah. Because now everything that was supposed to matter before what you've justified in your life doesn't matter anymore. And what comes after doesn't matter because what you've done is you've pulled yourself out of the whole thing to live your life the way you want to live it. Well, and, and I don't know if this is really a thing anymore, but I remember people saying in my 20s, I, I'm, I'm a New Testament Christian. Uh, have you heard this? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I've heard I mean, people say that. Like, it's, I, yeah, it's very, it's very scary as a, as a pastor, in in the world. You know, when you, especially when I was new, because when I was at the first church that I was at, you know, one of the guys would just come up every week and say, you know, I don't even know why we're doing this. I mean, Jesus came, and there's no more Old Testament. Well, mm. I don't know. It didn't seem like that was what he said. He didn't. He, he didn't, didn't say. say that. He didn't say throw, <laughs> throw away the, throw away the first half of this thing. He said, I came to be fulfillment of it. I, I came to be yet another piece along the line, you know, another part of God's story from the point when he started this whole thing to the point when he finishes all eternity with him, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't realize, I didn't realize we'd go this crazy, but. Well, no, I, I, I just think of it like sometimes like we can't, I think of it as, as family and the, like, if you think about your family, You've had good times and you've had trying times yep. or times when you've been taught hard lessons. Um, you just don't throw that out, you know, no. you know, and, and that's the whole deal. I heard a pastor say one time, uh, I'm not going to name drop. He said, you know, a lot of and Mike can correct me if I'm wrong, but Furtick, it, what? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the Old Testament is kind of like, you know, these people were more primitive people and God's God came and said, you know, it's like having a kid at first, you know, sure. that's trying to touch a hot stove. Yep. You don't say, well, you might. Here's what would be beneficial for your life. Right. You, you, you're like, no, you don't touch the hot stove. Right. So it's God trying to get those real hard lines. So because once you, you know, once you establish those boundaries with your kids, like I don't have the same chat with my son Hendrix, who is in college, that I would have with Ben if he's in the kitchen Right. Holding a knife, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's much more of a different reaction. So, I, so we have to have those different lessons that exist in different constructs and contents within the Old Testament and the New Testament because it is it does all fit together. Yeah, it holds. It has to hold together because the same That's God, the is, exactly. yeah, the same God who started it is going to be the one who finishes it. The same God who still I am. Yeah, that's right. From before there was time, had in mind to create a way for us Jesus to to make our way back you can't you can't pick and choose the way that you want to you want to live your life cuz really you know reading the context of why something you know we should we should read we should, uh, let's just say it, we should read our bible with a very um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, um, open mind open well open mind, mind for sure but i'm just saying a uh, a, a reverent respect for what it's trying to teach us. Mm. Because if we treat it with a reverent respect, we're not going to just simply read money is the root of all kinds of evil and leave out the love of. We're not going to we're not going to see we're not going to say to someone cleanliness is next to godliness because we're going to know that yeah there were some there were some cleaning things that the Old Testament brought about and you know the, I remember reading couple times where it says Jesus was was uh, scolded by the Pharisees because his his disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate maybe that's where they got cleanliness next to godliness I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know but but point being 
I think if you read the Bible with a reverent fear for what it what it does, which is holds our life in tension, right? Mm. It keeps us within the boundaries of where God wants us. And if we if we pull from it, you know, if we if we like a like a sweater when you pull the when you start pulling that that one thread out and you watch as it all kind of unravels, if we start unraveling what the Bible has to say, then we're gonna really unravel our connection to God, and we don't want to do that. There, I have a funny story about growing up, and uh, I remember sitting in church, and you know everybody behind brings their Bible, so like now, you know, and even more so then because we didn't have didn't PowerPoint, have, you didn't have, or you didn't have the, the Bible the tech. app. We didn't have yeah. the tech, so I, I remember <laughs> this, this old guy who kind of lost his marbles a little bit. He would just have his Bible out, and the pastor would would read something. He go. Mm. <laughs> just scratch out a word. Oh no! And we would be like, "Oh no! What is this guy you doing?" Do you and the pastor was like, "Yeah, he does that. We're just, you know, God's grace covers it, but you know, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So don't <laughs> have that. Don't be that guy in your mind that when you see something, you mentally scratch it out. Um, and I think Mike's got a good point here. It's it's all about. I think of it this too, almost like gleaning a field. You know, like I'm I'm here to try to find the fruit and let and let God speak. It's almost like being open to it too, not just reading it and trying to find something that supports your thoughts, your ideals and and what you believe and hold true to. Yeah. It's it's being open to letting God speak because if we if we believe it's a living word, yeah. which we do. Yep. Then there's conviction. There there is grace, but there's also conviction. And conviction is what draws you back into the word to reveal the context, to reveal the point, to reveal the purpose, to reveal the greater picture. Because you can't pull a you cannot pull a verse out of this Bible and say this does not tie to the rest of it. You you can't do that. However, we will try in our lives to find things that tie to us and what we're doing apart from what God is trying to say. And that that's the you know, that's the crux of what we've been trying to kind of talk about today is that that's not what God intended. God intended for this book to contain everything that we need for our lives here and for all eternity, right? Yeah. All those things are carried in it. If we start pulling pieces out, then what we're doing is we're, we're stripping it of what its purpose and its power was. Well, and if we're almost making, you know, uh, like uh, tourist plaques, you know, you see them like, ask, seek, knock. You know, yeah. if, if oh, you're just goodness, doing that, yeah. there are so many of those. Yeah. And I've brought those out before and been like, well, let's look at the context before that and after. Not that those are, are bad. Or but even not even not that they're wrong. Not that they're, they're right. Wrong. They're right. They're right, but you just got to know what you're asking for, what you're seeking, and what you're knocking about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, that's exactly. Perfect. That's perfect. It's almost like, general. it's almost like, well, whatever then. Yeah. No. It, I can ask, seek, and knock for anything I want. I want a million let's dollars. Let's make God into a genie. That's right. But, I mean, you know, that's... I, I mean, see things like that, edge, but yeah. But if you look at the context around that, it's talking about the things that God wants for the world, right. the God, the way that God wants to work through your life. Those are the, the things. way that God wants to protect you from the anxieties of this world. Exactly. You know, if you come up to an anx anxious point in your life, that's when you ask, that's when you seek, that's when you knock, because that's when God comes in and provides in those moments. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that He gives you a million dollars. Doesn't mean that Lambo. He, yeah, He gives you Lambo. <laughs> what it means is He either give He either equips you to deal with the anxiety. Or he finds a way in that anxiety to find you a way to walk through it. Yeah. But that's a real good example about taking something out of context. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we can 
we could hash this for, for forever because honestly, we all, we all do it. And as much as we don't want to admit it, we're, we're always trying to find a way to justify what we do, how we do it, in spite of a God who has clearly lined out how it should be, what we should do. And, and it's not about throwing, again, like, I, like we said before, it's not about throwing out the Old Testament because the Old Testament gives way to Jesus. And Jesus never said, you don't have to worry about that anymore. He's part, he is. I did not come. Right. To uh, some the law, abolish the law, but to fulfill it, right? Okay, yes. to be to be the example that we were to follow, right? That's yeah. that's one way. That's one way of looking at him. He's also the success where we were a failure. Um, he's also the sacrifice where we could not create a sacrifice good enough for God. You know, so he's all those things. He's the victor. He's the sacrifice, and you know, I mean, we're we're all over the place today, but. The point being, if you if you just simply try and find something for the Bible to say for you, for the moment that you're in, out of context, you're really taking, you're really trying to take, uh, you can't take God's power away, but you're trying to take the power away from what God is trying to say all, all over it. Yeah, and also, I something that I found in my life, I remember I still struggle with, with some scripture, or maybe scripture that's convicted me, or scripture that I, I revisit and you know we're supposed to question and ask because that's how we work out our faith sure um, and also I have to come to this place of and this is a hard place for us I think to come to in our lives but I try to continually remind myself that God is God and I am not ah yes and I think that Stephen Curse Chapman line oh, that, great tune yeah great tune Amazing. but God is God and I am not I yep. can only see a part of the, uh, so, you know, my f- prayer would be that he would just open my mind and allow his total truth to come in, just sure. not the tidbits. Right. And, you know. you know, I mean, don't don't set yourself up like that to fail because God wants us to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't mean that in a name it and claim it way. I mean that in a we go to him and, you know, I'm going to throw this out there because this is certainly part of my process. It's okay to kind of Google when you're going through something. What does the Bible say about? And I do that all the time. I do it all the time. All the time. I do it all the time. And the reason why I do that is because uh, I have a working knowledge of the Bible, but I don't have a perfect knowledge of the Bible. And if there's something out there that can help me find that faster, that's what I want to do. I mean, I could. There are certainly there are more hands-on ways that I can track through all the books that I have here and try and figure something out. But I. You don't go to the doubly amplified Bible. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, yeah. But you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. saying there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with part of part of trying to understand what's going on in your life is as going, you know, going to the internet and saying, what does the Bible say about it? Now, the one beware on that is that you really want to make sure that you've got the context of what you're doing. I mean, otherwise the, what we've just been saying for the last 25, 30 minutes means nothing yes. whatsoever. <laughs> But I mean, you, right. you know, you you look into it and you see what's going on, and and maybe it speaks to your situation. I'm, I was merely providing a, a faster way to get to some answers, but certainly do your homework. You know, read and find out, read around it, read behind it, read ahead of it. Make sure that what what God is fixing is what's broken in your life. Otherwise, you're you're looking at the wrong thing. We we have this joke in the youth group because I was on the youth retreat one time with the youth group at, at Tacoa. And I had to lead a small group, and one of the girls in the small group was, I guess, 
not one of our group, right? And I had just gotten like the materials that day. So I'm like cramming <laughs> yeah. to lead the small <laughs> group. So I'm in this group and I, I think I've got a pretty good grasp of the lesson. Um, I've taught it and, and I kind of give my perspective. I listen to other people's answers. And she called me out. Can we go deeper? Can we go deeper? <laughs> and I'm like, I would love to. But where I. Do you, where do you want to go with that? <laughs> I'm like, why don't you take us there? I had five minutes of prep. Why don't you show me where we're headed? So I think that would be my plug for if you want to go deeper, get in some Bible study, whether sure. it's our men's group or whether it's disciple or because. What is really great if you're struggling with something, a hard truth in the Bible or something that God's working with you on, other people will help unlock that for you, too. Or other people might be struggling with it, too. Mm. And that, that's, a, that's, that's, exactly a, right. that's a, an endearing moment to know that you're not alone in it. And we talked about that last night, too, that, you know, we, we, come, to the, we come to the Bible and, and a lot of us have not read through the whole thing or a lot of us have, have read it and been, been very confused or gotten a a ways into it and thought, oh my goodness, I can't go any further. You're not alone. If it, if it was an easy document, I mean, why would there why would there not be seven like billion different transma- translations of it? You know, I mean, you've got Common English, you've got the Message, you've got the New Living Translation, you've got all these translations that have come or paraphrases, whatever you want to call them, that have all come through trying to make this more accessible because it is not an it's not an easy book to read, but you have pastors out there that'll help you. You have you have friends that you trust that will help you out there. Point being, we're we're, we're not alone in this journey through this this book, and and we just need to make sure that we're we're dealing in the context of what God is trying to teach us, so that we're learning what God is trying to teach us, and not simply filling our heads with what we want to hear. And that's our prayer for you this week. Yeah, that you would Absolutely. be open to what God is saying. Yep. And what he's trying to say in your life. Hope you have a good week. Yeah, have a great one. Stay safe. Church, Jim. Church, Jim. Hey, you. Church, Wake up. Jim.